1: Good morning. It is time to get up with final exams. Can the Cowboys bring an A back to Big D? We'll tell you what Jerry had to say about this week. Meanwhile, did you hear what Bill finally said about his future? It's worth listening to, because in his own way, he says it all. And then, the legends. They left Pasadena in different states of mind. We'll tell you why it's very likely neither one of them ever makes it back. All that, a whole lot more. Let's do this thing!
2: Woo-hoo!
3: Yeah. Woo-hoo!
1: On a Wednesday, the squad is intact. Kmart Dominique. jeff has got the cream quarter zip the
2: winter quarter. The big
1: Swagoo will be with us in a minute as well. But if you haven't seen it, folks, here's your wake-up call, Caitlin
0: Clark. Thrill us. Anticipation here. Davis time winding down Are they're going to get the ball up in time. Clark for the win. Yeah! She does it time and time again. The 40 piece and
4: walks off with the
1: W. Unbelievable. Caitlin Clark right now the must see athlete in American sports mm. as she proves it again. That three gave her forty on the night, oh with the game-winning buzzer beater. Eight away. No, Yik. no women's division Yik. one player has ever done both of those in the same game in the last twenty five wow. years. Caitlin Clark starting the morning off with some energy. And speaking of that, look who's ready to go. The big swagoo is <laughs> as promised up with us early. Let's get to the final week of the NFL regular season because here it comes what are we watching for Neek Bills Dolphins everything at stake what are you watching for in that game
5: the Dolphins have a lot of injured players right now but there is one that matters above all others and his name is Tyreek Hill if Tyreek Hill is healthy and effective and of course to his shoulders feeling good enough for him to get him the ball I like to see the Dolphins in that matchup so that's what I'm looking for first
1: Kmart the rivalry Packers Bears means everything to Green Bay what are you watching for in Lambeau
4: I'm watching Green Bay particularly Jordan Love listen can this kid do it again for another week. This, we thought this team could be competitive, but now they could actually make the playoffs. That is huge considering we weren't sure about Jordan Love just when the season started. So this is a good pick.
1: Let's go back to the AFC, Jeffrey. Your Colts win and in when they host the Texans Saturday night. What are you watching for?
2: Got to attack that secondary for the Texans. If you look at it, you got to – they – Pass the ball to score, but they got to run it to win. Minshew's going to be vital in this matchup. You know D'Amico's Ryan's are going to put a good plan together, but the Colts got to expose that back into the defense.
1: And then swagger your beloved Cowboys, can clinch the NFC East with a win over the Commanders. What are you watching for?
6: I'm watching to see if they can get this run game going, G. I think it's an element they need to continue to elevate this offense along with the way Dak Prescott is playing. We saw him and C.D. Lamb hook up to the tune of 200-plus yards receiving. But this is the element of their game where I think you can get to the point where you start thinking they're a dominant offense if they can start running the football. I like to see that against the Washington Commanders, have a whole game plan for offense as opposed to having to push the ball down the field every time you drop
1: back. So, look, the Cowboys control their destiny in the division because – of a somewhat shocking Eagles loss against the Cardinals. So now with his team on the brink of the title, Jerry Jones is appreciative of the gift Philly gave them.
3: Listen to this. Yeah. Certainly, we thought that uh, this is where we wanted to be from the day we walked into training camp, be uh, in a position to uh, play hard
2: and win a game and, and have it uh, uh, give us this kind of shot at home. So uh, excited to no end. I just couldn't believe it when uh, uh, Philadelphia uh, ended up losing that ball game this weekend and gave us this uh,
1: opportunity. A lot of people couldn't believe it, but it does put them in a position after sort of a, an up and down roller coaster of a season. There have been so many moments where they seemed like they were done. There were yeah. moments when they seemed like they were the best team. I want to start with this question and then we'll dive into it more deeply. But Marcus, I'll start with you as my former cowboy. They've been given a gift. Are they good enough? to cash it in. I don't mean beat Washington on Sunday. If they don't do that, then they don't deserve anything else. Are they good enough to take this gift they've been given and make a run at least to the NFC Championship game? Are they good enough to do it?
6: Yeah, they are good enough to do it. It's about the San Francisco 49ers for the Dallas Cowboys. I think everybody else in this, every team that we deem to be top tier teams between Detroit and obviously we look at Philly. Well, maybe not anymore. But Mm -hmm. Dallas should be considered the second best team in the NFC. The Rams are making a charge, though, and are very scary with what they're doing. But if you look at this team and if they can play and stay within the way that they like to play football, they are a hard out for anybody. This is the first year, G, you know, I've had many conversations. This is the first year I feel like Dallas, they beat the commanders. This is set up for them to have an opportunity to play in the NFC championship game. And that's all you can ask for is one shot to get to the big show. But going win this game and obviously the Philly collapse, putting them in this situation, which it takes some luck to win championships. It sets up perfectly for Dallas. Now it's about how they play as mm-hmm. opposed to will they have to go on the roll? What scenario are they going to have to have? Are they going to have to do this in front of somebody else? I think this is a is a is a fair shot as any. For them to play for an NFC Championship.
1: That's exactly right. Something, of course, they haven't done in this millennium, and that brings me over to Mr. Saturday because we're having our meeting this morning. Yeah, uh, we're all enjoying your your quarter zip there. <laughs> <laughs> and when I asked you that question, are they good enough? Why did
2: you say the answer is yes? Because Dak Prescott's the best quarterback in the NFC. And anytime you got the best quarterback, you got the chance. And so you look at what he just did. He's got 27 touchdowns, four interceptions, and in the last 11 games. 11 games. So yes, when sir. you think about what he's put putting out there, when your quarterback is playing that effective, you have a chance in any game. And now you put them at home if they take care of business against the commanders this week, and they're averaging 40 points or close to it a game. That is tough to overcome. The bottom line in the playoffs is you got to score points. And Dallas can score points with the best of them. It's going to be a heck of a
1: shot. Now, stand by because I know I was on vacation for a week, so so maybe I missed a bunch of meetings. But when I left, Brock Purdy was the MVP. <laughs> and What did Brock Purdy have me any- oh, I understand okay, that. Okay, I, I mean these things sure. change quickly, but yeah. Yeah. it's very just worth quickly, pointing out. Very and I also would like to introduce all of us here to the president of the Jalen Hurts Fan Club. She's been writing that, <laughs> I mean for two years now, that's all I've heard. Yes. Kimberly Martin, is yes. Dak Prescott the best quarterback in the, in the this NFC? This
4: season? Dak and Purdy are playing better than Jalen Hurts. I think that if you are being honest with yourself and watching film, that's an obvious statement. Jalen, this is a down year for Jalen Hurts. This is a down year for the Eagles as a whole. So when you look at, when I look at the Cowboys, to me, the only thing, when you think about what concerns you about the Cowboys, them, that's it. I think the Cowboys literally can beat any team. With that quarterback, with C.D. Lamb playing as well as he has been this season. But again, we never see the Cowboys come through in big spots. And this is the year to they, take advantage of it.
5: You're right. They're as good as any team. <laughs> they're as bad. But
4: where's the butt? Okay. I mean, they're as
5: bad as any team, too. Like, we just yeah. saw them. I think they're uh, significantly better than uh, the Lions. And they were in a dogfight against the Lions. Yeah. And the team that hadn't had much of a pass rush all season, Aiden Hutchinson, was in the backfield as yeah. much as Dak Prescott, it felt yeah. like. And that's the scary part for this team. And then the late game situations, late game decision making. Like, we excuse it if it happened once or twice, but. It feels like every season, Mike yep. McCarthy at the end of the game gets a little tricky. And their defense was being passive towards the end of the game while their offense was being aggressive. It didn't quite make a whole bunch of sense to me. So I do think that they should be, which is a tough place to be. And they should be, given their pass. That is the problem. always should, should
4: with the Cowboys. In, in the, the will, You can't
5: answer the and, will part. I expect them to get there. And anything can happen. So
2: what you're telling me is, <laughs> instead of throwing three straight passes oh, in a game, what God. should they have done? What, what? They, should, they should have run the ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah That's what we like to hear. <laughs> I,
1: I want to come back, though, to the central question here, though. I'm, I'm just jotting down the names of the quarterbacks who are going to be in the playoffs in the NFC. Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, we think. Jordan Love, we think. Matthew Stafford, Stafford. is playing – sort of without anyone paying any attention as well as anybody. Not last week. uh, Maybe not last week. They're toting a
2: rock. They're running running it. it, Look,
1: this is a league where everyone has been up and down every single week. Except. I I just want, Marcus, one final time. Is Dak Prescott, as we head into the playoffs next week, do we say the Cowboys have the best quarterback in the NFC?
6: Yeah, going into the playoffs, absolutely. Uh, You talk about, like, the hard one is obviously Brock Purdy and what he's done, but when you look at what Dak has been able to do um, in the midst of, remember this too, Dak has played behind an offensive line that hadn't been healthy uh, a lot this season, having his right group together. And then when, obviously, we saw the issues in that game against um, Detroit with Aiden Hutchinson and the pressure that he was able to put on, and Dak still played. Phenomenal. Still was able yes. to push the ball down the field. There were some throws. That, that that throws down the seam that Jake Ferguson was one mm. of the best throws I've seen all season long from any quarterback when you start talking about mm-hmm. his playmaking ability. I think what has happened with Dak is Dak has kind of thrown caution to the wind when it comes to how he need, understands he needs to play in order for this team to win. And sometimes that, take, that, that means taking chances, and those chances just have been working out. Jeff knows this. I, I won a national championship in college. It takes a little luck. It yeah. takes sometimes you just being on and being unconscious about what you're doing. And right now, he's unconscious about what he's doing. It takes a little luck for a guy not to wrap you up for a safety and you duck right. out of it and throw a 80 yard touch, a 70 yard touchdown. Those type of things have to happen if you're going to win a championship. And I think right now he's just capitalizing on a lot of these things that other quarterbacks aren't.
1: Okay, first of the year, by the way, on January 3rd, our producer is Julian Goldstick. Yeah. I'm not getting to the next I'm staying on this. I'm staying on this because I just wrote out I forgot about the name Jared Goff. So we used to do a bit on the old show on, on Mike & Mike. We used to do confidence picks. Which quarterback do you have the most confidence in going into a playoff situation? And so I'm going to ask it again. In the NFC right now, you would rank Dak 1 ahead of Stafford, ahead of Goff, ahead of Hurts, ahead of Purdy, and anyone else who gets there. We, we would right now, if we're doing our confidence picks – you, right, we put a one next to Dak Prescott.
5: Yeah, I, I think so. I think we've never old, said that before. The, like, y-
1: this would be the first right. time that we've gone into the the Cowboys have yeah. twenty whatever it is years, thirty yeah. years. We've never gone into the playoffs saying the Cowboys have the best. And the only way that you could come up with some
5: other name is if you believe that there is something about being in the playoffs that is going to turn Dak into like a scared, tighten up type of player because he has been playing better than all of them, significantly better than all of them, more consistently in tougher situations than some of them all season long so it's hard to make the argument other than maybe you just believe he gets nervous in the playoffs which I don't believe that to be the case I've seen him have major playoff performances we saw him go unconscious against the Bucks last year and so like I it's hard for me to imagine a legitimate argument that someone else is better than him right now.
2: Yeah, the, the, the difference is San Francisco's a better team right. than the Cowboys. So you would put Purdy in there because of, all, yes. because of their team. The protection Purdy's going to get is better than what Dak. The, thing, the reason I say Dak is playing the best is because he's overcoming, and, and Marcus made this point, their offensive line issues. He was attacked by Hutchinson, all those things. <laughs> but you got to continue to make plays, and he continues to make them. Dak won. That would confidence we're picks ta- Dak one, we're
4: talking Purdy two, quarterbacks,
1: quarterbacks. That's right. Yes. That's it. That's all we're talking about. Yeah, is, is who we have the most confidence because we would, for those of you who weren't, weren't the old show, we, we would break it down into different things. Which coach do you have the most confidence? Which offensive line? Which we would do that. So if it's just quarterbacks, mm-hmm. Dak one, mm-hmm. Hurts two, Purdy two, Stafford two? Mm. It's a fun question. <laughs> Purdy two. Purdy not,
4: two. Purdy two. Stafford, ah, oh
1: gosh. That, that's the point. Like that's me, what made it interesting. I'm thinking,
4: Jalen, ah, ah, ah.
1: We had to kill four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> These are conversations that can well, take a long I, time. Again, yeah, Marcus, oh, su- finish it up Marcus. super quick. Go.
6: If if, if we're talking rankings, I'm taking Matthew Stafford second before second. Mark Birdie. I like think I, that's Matthew right. Matthew Stafford I, is a Super Bowl champion already. <laughs> like, I think that's right. I, Never, I forget no Never forget the Nolan.
5: Never forget the Nolan. That man threw a don't oh, no right. look damn pass on a game winning drive. <laughs> Let me
1: take a quick break on this thought. We still got to get to the Eagles, which we didn't get to there. Plus, damn, we'll head get head to, to this through. man. Will it be Superman or Clark Kent Sunday night with everything at stake in Miami? We'll take you through all the big games this weekend. Plus, is it no longer if, but where? Jim Harbaugh will be coaching in the NFL next season. Kmart's got the insight next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN.
3: Paid for by NHTSA.
1: Delicious
3: We are back on Get Up, and it is the
1: the face we all love, Kmart in shock. And so that brings us to this edition of Would Kmart Be Shocked If? Kimberly, let's begin in Kansas City. Would you be shocked if the Chiefs are one and done in the playoffs this year?
4: Greeny, no, I would not be shocked, and it pains me to say that. Listen, every week I'm waiting to see the old Kansas City Chiefs, and unfortunately i got to go with what I'm seeing week in and week out this season and they do not look good. The drops are still there. Patrick Mahomes, he is human. As much as we want to act like he's not, the man is human and he, look, at, look at,
1: look at, how they got Patrick. Yeah. He's got the same face you had on the sideline there. you like, what in the yeah. world? <laughs> anyone, any strong disagreement and anyone here think, no, no, no. Kansas city remains whatever it is that they might win That remain. was
2: hard. I think Kansas city remains because of their defense, which is is a scary thing to say. I think they're going to be a tough out because of their defense but and would they can manage. be just shocked
4: that. is the question.
2: Yeah. I would be shocked if they're one and done. Yeah. I would be shocked. Yeah. I have a hard time. I've never seen Patrick Mahomes really
5: uh, lose the playoffs. So yeah. imagine. Him, Never seen him on the road, road in the playoffs. You no, know, I, I think I think you're right. This team is a team that deserves to be won and done. However, Patrick is Patrick, No, I,
2: I just can't. I just can't, can't, can't do it, to Patrick. Myself. I'll <laughs> say that <laughs> an 11 win team deserves. Come on now, <laughs>
1: they'll, they'll I mean, be home. they be home week one, their first playoff game, and then, and then it gets interesting from there. I'll get Marcus back in in a minute, but look, I got to move these along because I want to get to the third one. Kmart, would you be shocked if Joe Flacco and the Browns? Win the Super Bowl.
4: Are you kidding, Greeny? No, I would not be. You know why? Because I've spent half my life in Cleveland, and I've watched (laughs) this team week in and week out. Listen, this is a different team. That defense has been consistent from day one. Miles Garrett, he's my Defensive Player of the Year, and the way Joe Flacco has sort of been embraced by this team and is slinging the football, listen, that man is elite.
1: Marcus, is it for real? Is, are Joe Flacco and the Browns for real and perhaps destined for a significant playoff run here?
6: Gee, I know we never supposed to say this. I don't know, man. I don't know. I know this defense is. I know this defense is. And look, Flacco has played wonderful, but Flacco has also tried to get a damn football away a lot while he's putting up all these guarded numbers. And in the playoffs, I get worried about the guys on the other side catching those footballs <laughs> and I inten- um, interceptions as opposed to dropping them when Flacco puts it right in their hands. That's my only concern. But do they have the talent? Absolutely. They have the the talent to make the Super Bowl. Here's the thing, the
4: Ravens are the team that I think is going to win the Super Bowl. Let me tell you right now, they don't want to see the Cleveland Browns. They're division rivals, the Cleveland Browns can beat the Ravens.
1: All right, let's do one more here. Would you be shocked, Kmart, one more. Would you be shocked if the Bills make the playoffs? And I'll remind everyone, there is a very feasible scenario where if they lose Sunday night in Miami, The Bills are out of the playoffs entirely.
4: Would I be shocked if they make the playoffs? Yeah, Would you be shocked? No. 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 I think. uh,
1: They got to win Sunday night. I understand. I
4: understand, Greeny. Listen, JA-17, they go as he goes. I think this kid is too talented. This defense has been playing better despite some of their injuries that they've had. Stefan Diggs, they got to get him on the same page with Josh Allen, but I think they're a playoff
1: team. Let me show everybody exactly what the situation is here. The Bills, this is by far the They have the, the widest wildest, margin, yeah. Yeah, we talk about the word wild card. And they could either be the two, if they win, they're the two seed,
2: which is crazy. If <laughs> they lose,
1: they could wind up out entirely. Yes. Yes. The Steelers and Jaguars, both of whom play winnable games. You look at the schedule. Pittsburgh's playing Baltimore. Oh, they should lose that. No, they shouldn't. The Ravens have nothing to play for. So there's a very real scenario where Buffalo could go from the two seed to being out of the playoffs entirely. Will the real Josh Allen please step Up, is he going to be Superman or Clark Kent on Sunday night?
5: Well, he's going to be both, and he has been stepping up the way that he steps up all year long. And I think the Bills fans are accustomed to it, and anyone who's a fan or watches Josh Allen is accustomed to the fact that he's going to do amazing things, and he's also going to do some troubling things. But I think he has the talent and the way that Ed Oliver is on that playing on that defense and the way the defense has, frankly, come together and played much better than we expected. What they've accomplished up until this point, I thought they were dead. Like eight weeks ago, I thought it was over for them. We were talking about is their window closed, and they made themselves into a legitimate contender. It's been impressive up to this point. Can they keep it going? Is a tough
2: question. Two two things. One, if you're going to quote Eminem, it is not yeah, step yeah. up, it's stand up. So, but we'll get you we'll get Fair you put away in the break. The second thing is the second thing Wednesdays, is yeah. Josh Allen is a difference maker, and even yes. when he played poorly against New England throwing the ball, he runs it. The the playoff Josh Allen and the. Playoff Playoff calls by Brady to Josh Allen. All all bets are off, bro. It's it's run it. It's throw it. It's take this thing over. Cook has become an absolute stud for this offense. Their line has played well. So understand, all bets are off, man. This offense is going to go full press. Not worried about injury because it matters. Marcus, they're going to win Sunday night?
6: Oh, I still pick the Dolphins. And I think Mm. I'm being stubborn because I picked the Dolphins to win the division. I picked the Dolphins to win the division at the beginning of the year. The, the, the thing now, and obviously scenarios change. The fact that Bradley Chubb is injured yes. is a big deal to me, and I probably would have got off of it, and I still have time to get off that pick, but I won't. I'm going <laughs> to just stick with Miami. Listen, though, uh, all of the talk about Josh Allen, Josh Allen has been playing great. And the reason he's been playing great, outside of obviously what what's obvious, the reason he's playing great is because Joe Brady has been calling great games. This man won a game throwing 15 passes a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That has never been Buffalo. That has Mm -hmm. never been anything that we've closely associated with them having a great performance. You know why the defense is playing better? Because they're not on the field for 70 plays a game anymore. They're actually getting a run game that can keep them on the sideline and keep them fresh. They're not under pressure to try to create all of these turnovers. They can let them come. That's what I like about the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen now is living his best life. Because yep. he got a play caller now, similar to what he had with Brian Daybold, that's not going to ask him to do every single thing for this football team. He just has to be careful. That's Perry all quickly I'm came
1: out. What did he say to you? You were with him on Sunday. What did Josh I talked Allen to him before say?
4: the game, and I talked to him on the field after, after the game, and he said, I threw the ball like absolute crap. So, yes, he is living his best life. But Josh was not feeling good after that game. Even Josh understands I need to be better. Mm. And he understands that his turnovers, this is 14 straight games with a turnover, with an interception, I should say. He yeah. knows he has to be better. All right, we he have will. our
6: eyes on all of them. Don't say weekend. that. Don't say that. It's going to blow up. No, no, Greeny gets upset. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say Greenie ready
4: to jump ship. Greeny's like, which Josh <laughs> Allen am I going to see? I don't know. Yeah, He's going he he to, get to, get to get the, the playoffs. Hey everybody,
1: ESPN Bet <laughs> is the official sportsbook of ESPN for exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities like me. Sign up for the ESPN <laughs> Bet app. Download the app and sign up today. What a play. Coming up, the legends. They left Pasadena in very different states of mind. We'll tell you why it's very possible that neither one of them ever makes it back. That's next.
0: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app
3: for details.
1: Back on Get Up, bottom of the hour, Michigan and its fans still basking in the afterglow of an overtime Rose Bowl win over Alabama, and so many eyes now on Jim Harbaugh and his future. He, of course, was asked about that right after the game and answered as only he can.
0: Coach, there's a lot of interest in your future. I wonder if you can tell me what the chances are that the championship game might be your last one at Michigan.
3: (laughs) My future consists of a happy flight back to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Can't wait.
1: That was the most hilarious moment I've ever seen in my entire life. J.J. McCarthy is applauding like it's a political rally. Like, I'm going to cut taxes, and everyone's all excited. The bottom line, he just avoided the question, which is a perfectly reasonable question to be asked. Paul Feinbaum, as you can see, gets up with us. But let me start with my NFL insider extraordinaire. The folks to whom you speak, mm-hmm. do they expect Jim Harbaugh to be coaching in the National Football League next year? Let
4: me start with a little journalism lesson for my for my oh. players here. Mm-hmm. In me. Journalism 101, watch what people do. Right. Don't listen to what they say. So John Har- Jim Harbaugh, we saw him sort of skirt the question all together. But everybody I talked to says, now why is he hiring an agent? That agent with those ties to some of these organizations, these players – uh, Explain who that is. Don Yee, Don Yee, Rep Brady. Brady now is it now is a minority owner in the Raiders and um, John, Jim Harbaugh is going to have a lot of interest from NFL teams. And right now we have the Chargers, one of the one of the best jobs available because of the quarterback. But don't overlook the Raiders. The fact that they, they have gotten this head coaching position wrong multiple times. They want to cast a wide net. They want to get a guy in there who's going to set the foundation. For winning championships and Jim Harbaugh everywhere he's been he wins so everybody says why would you hire an agent if you're just going to stick around in college Mm -hmm.
1: you wouldn't so Paul let me come to you on this because Harbaugh has flirted with the National Football League very openly in each of the last two seasons if I'm not mistaken certainly in Minnesota for that moment why is it different this time around
3: Paul? Well, number one, he's already accomplished what he set out to do, and that's make Michigan relevant again. Three straight playoff appearances in the national title game is relevant. But, Greeny, that's not the real reason. He's got Mm -hmm. the NCAA around the corner, and people are saying, well, hasn't the NCAA already been there? Yeah, we we know the narrative. He was suspended twice this year, six games. But the NCAA is looking into all of these allegations in one box, and there's a lot of speculation that Jim Harbaugh could get suspended again next year. So, Greeny, it's, it's pretty simple. If you have a shot at four NFL franchises and they're coveting you, and then you're, on the other hand you're facing the NCAA after you've already accomplished pretty much everything you set out to do, it's a very easy answer. He is leaving Michigan after next Monday night. Mm.
1: I, I agree for all of the reasons that you've just described. Quickly, is there any question in your mind Guys, we've seen his success. His head coaching stint in the NFL wasn't long, but it was very successful with San Francisco. Any doubt that wherever he goes, he does great? Uh, is it, what's the doubt? The, the <laughs> doubt is it's really hard in the NFL.
5: Right. I think that he has as good a chance as any coach, and probably better than most coaches because he's done it before, he's had success before, but we're seeing Bill Belichick right now struggle to win consistently. So there is doubt. There is a chance. But I think if you get a chance to hire somebody like that, all the baggage that comes along with hiring him,
2: you deal with because he's a great coach. 20-plus yeah. tw- tw- teams would beg this dude to be their coach or should because I'm just going to let you know. He Eight non-winning seasons at San Francisco before he walked in the, do- in the door. Three conference title games in a row. Yep. The, whether um, you love him or hate yep. him, the Duke can coach ball. Yep. Might, be, might be crazy, might be whatever <laughs> everybody else says he is, but yep. he knows how to hire staff. He knows how to get production. He knows how to win games. And if owners care about winning, they're going to hire him.
1: He also knows how to coach quarterbacks, Marcus. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you go back to his time in San Francisco, Alex Smith was a bust until Jim Harbaugh got there. Then, Colin Kaepernick, at a time when no one, there was no dual-threat quarterback. Next thing you know, Jim Harbaugh makes that move, and Kaepernick is running for 200 yards in a playoff game. So he can coach quarterbacks, too, Marcus. Do you believe Jim Harbaugh will have a huge next act in the NFL?
6: I I believe he can and will. And it's because of what you just mentioned. Gee, all we can use is your pass. And your past is success, even when you go back to the time in the league. But what P-Town, which I call Paul Feinbaum, good to see you, uh, just reiterated with Michigan like bringing them back to prominence. You know, I was in college at a time when they was like, Michigan is never going to beat Ohio State again until Mm -hmm. Jim Harbaugh showed up and he was able to get get them over the hump. He understands winning. Like there are certain coaches where they get into a place, they understand the culture, they understand what they need to do, they have a rapport with their players, maybe not the best rapport with the media or people that talk, but it's a rapport with their players that they have. And the one trait that I look at, just like we talked about AP a, a couple weeks ago, Antonio Pierce with the uh, Raiders and why he should get that oh job. God. And obviously, Jim Harbaugh is somebody that they would be focused on. He always seems to have the pulse of his team. Mm-hmm. And and the players seem to, to go to bat for Jim Harbaugh every place he stops. I remember that San Francisco team. I remember talking to Patrick Willis and talking about how they loved playing for Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Winning has more to do with just how good your players are on right. the field. It's about how they feel mm-hmm. when they go on the field, not only for the dudes that's around them but the coaches and the head coach that they're playing for. That's why Pete Carroll has success, because he has that type of rapport. That's why Nick Saban has had that type of success. So don't don't get it misconstrued that Jim Harbaugh cachet is not just about coaching. It's also about relationship. And it seems that his players and him, they always have a great
2: relationship.
1: Yeah, that's 100% true. And then there's the other side. I opened the show this morning, Paul, by saying the two legendary coaches left Pasadena in very different states of mind. And we're going to dive into why it's possible that neither one of them ever make it back there again. Harbaugh for the obvious reason. We all think he's going to be in the NFL next year. Nick Saban, meanwhile, Paul, who is someone that you and I both have enormous respect for, is 72 years old. And the sport has changed enormously. His backups used to be better than the starters on practically any other team in America with the way things have gone and the transfer portal and all the rest of that. How would you assess the possibility that the other night was the last time we see the legendary Saban on a stage like that.
3: It's possible, Greeny, think about this. This past season is the first time since 2008 that Alabama has gone through the entire season where at no point were they ranked number one. I mean, think about that. That, that's, Mm -hmm. That's just almost impossible to consider. Uh, But that's where we are. We're starting to use point of references like that. It's now been three years since Nick Saban won a national championship. Why is that relevant? Because that's the longest stretch he has gone in his career. He won in the COVID year, but other than that, he hasn't won a title since 2017. Uh, th- this is a career for Jim Harbaugh for anybody, any any other coach, but for Nick Saban, it feels like he's very close to the end, and, and I know a lot of people in Tuscaloosa are worried right now. Saban's back in town after the trip from California. What is he thinking about? Is he he Yes, he has. He just had a great recruiting year, but he can't stand the portal. He can't stand NIL, and you just have to wonder wonder whether that was his uh, his swan song the other night it very well could have been
1: and I really wanted to get I, I wanted to get Marcus in on this conversation as well for those who don't know when Marcus earlier this morning referenced winning the national championship in college he did it at LSU playing for Nick Saban so you know him as well as no one knows a coach better than his players know him what is your sense of Nick Saban this moment and his future Marcus
6: I think, it's a, I think it's two to three years. I think 75 may be a line of demarcation. And the reason why I say that is because me knowing who, who Saban is and me knowing him personally, this is eating at him now. Th- these Losing yeah. these games and not being the national champion, it's eating at him. His competitive spirit doesn't die unless he's tired. Is the only reason that Nick Saban is going to leave the sidelines for Alabama. So hopefully that makes Alabama fans feel well. And think about the success. Think about this conversation that we're having right now. The man just played in the college football semifinal, and mm-hmm. we are talking like it is a funeral. Like it's right. like yeah. there are teams that uh Florida I mean, it lost Florida it over had the whole government. Mm -hmm. Florida had the government call in the college football playoff (laughs) to just get in there. And Nick Saban was in there playing in the semifinal game. And we talking about whether it's going to end him or not. I just look if, if he retired, it would shock me. Let me say that. But I'm telling you, the one thing that this man has stood on, the one thing that has made him who he is. And I know he doesn't portray it to the public, but I've been in a lot of meetings with him. I've said in a lot of team meetings with him, losing, he hates losing mm. more than winning. Yep. And this is going to fuel something in him, the fact that they are not in that conversation that Paul just talked about with being national champions. Let me get a quick stop for yeah, check. I go.
2: think everybody talks about the game has not passed him by. Think about all the changes he's seen in college football. I mean, with the NIL and the transport portal, all that, and he still beats a team that nobody had beat and dang near three years, being university at the SEC championship game. Yep. They go out, they lose to the number one team in overtime after they have a ten point lead, and their offense wasn't good all season. And he still finds ways to all be competitive. Season. This dude, he he is he is the best college football coach probably ever, mm-hmm. and as he continues to go, he will be able to reload. He lost coordinators again. Mm-hmm. This happens all the time. This is not new for Nick Saban. It is a difficult thing to do, a difficult job, but for some reason, he always seems to come out on top.
1: Paul Feinbaum, let me give you a very quick final word. Go
3: ahead. I can't help but think of, 10, of 2009 after he won his first title at the Rose Bowl. I saw him greenie a week later at a Coach of the Year event. I walked up, I said, congratulations, coach. It must be great. He said, great. He said, I lost a week in recruiting having to go out to Pasadena. That's who Nick Saban is. He never stops.
4: That's
1: great.
3: You're the best, Paul. Thank you very much. We will take a quick
1: time out here. Oh, a reminder, we've got basketball tonight right here at the Garden. In New York on ABC, 8.30 Eastern, Uh, we will have the Bulls and Knicks. Then we got the Heat and the Lakers on ESPN, 10 Eastern. NBA Countdown starts at all, 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Coming up, did you hear what Bill finally said about his future? It is very much worth listening to because in its own way, he says it all. Don't
2: miss that, and don't miss this. The pancakes are on the way. Jeffrey, give us a crepe. We're going to start off George Kittle showing you why he's one of the best blocking tight ends in the NFL. I want you to watch him. He's going to feed up inside, locks on, fit and finish. Take him, drive him through there. Oh my goodness. Like, or they reservoir. I don't know how to say it in Southern France for all you people that are. That is him. Receive it, my man, as he dumps him on the pile. That's why San Fran's where they are. Dudes like that blocking. That's how we get it started in the morning. Cakes on the way. cakes. Cakes. Hey.
3: The next game we
1: play is called Sound Off. You will hear interesting people saying interesting things, and the first of them is Bill Belichick. He doesn't usually say things this interesting. Listen to him talking about the growing chatter about his job status in New England.
2: Whatever success I have had, I've tried to go about my job the same way every week. Win, lose, you know, good years, bad years, whatever they are. I don't want to spend time or get caught up in you know, what happened five years ago, or what's gonna happen two years from now, or, you know, I mean, a bunch of other random stuff. You know, if I was gonna do anything, I'd put it out there on, you know, Twitter and, and my face.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. and So that's why that got all the attention, because he said, well, if I were to do anything, I'd put it on Twitter and my face. But that first part of that soundbite, and it was, it was longer, but we, you know, for the interest of time, we had to shorten it. But he said, look, no matter what else happens, I owe my players yeah. every ounce of energy I have of getting putting them in the best position that we can for them to win this week and yep. in its own way. That is the perfect distillation Neek, of who Bill Belichick is all the fun we make of him. Uh, Because he doesn't think like everybody else. I think he genuinely doesn't think like everybody else. And they
5: put together a good performance, at least defensively. They've been putting together good performances all season long. Belichick still knows how to coach. I think the criticism about him has been about roster construction up until this point and development of the quarterback. But, yeah, I think all coaches owe that to their players and
1: their organizations every weekend.
2: Should he be their coach next year? He should. I, I don't think general manager, but as a coach, listen, this guy can still coach.
1: Marcus, should he be the coach of the Patriots next year?
6: No, I think you reset it. I think Bill Belichick would be better served somewhere else in this league and kind of implementing that great coaching status. It's not about Bill Belichick not being able to coach anymore. It may just be about a reset in New England, a time for to usher in a new era um, of what they do and how they play football. That's that's the only thing that I could think about. We've heard Kraft allude to we got to make a decision or we got to find out you know where Bill is and wh- what he wants to do. But I'm in agreeing with everybody. I think he's still a phenomenal coach and arguably the greatest coach to ever coach in the NFL. I said months ago and got eviscerated for it is that this has passed him by in New England. The Patriot way, I don't believe, works anymore with these young players. Bill has the ability to adjust and change and morph into what he needs to be in order to have his players play hard. But I think it should be somewhere else. Just start anew.
4: (laughs) It was hard listening to Bill. Uh, say that, because it, it feels like the end. And I think they should keep him, but watching, I, I covered Bill's Patriots on Sunday, watching the post-game embrace exchange between Bill and Sean McDermott, the Bill's head coach, it was long, and they were speaking to each other, and afterwards Sean McDermott was asked about that exchange, like, that looked really kind of intense for you two, and he said, I just wanted him to know how much I respect him, and it feels like everybody else feels like the writing's on the wall. I hope that's not the case, but it feels like we're trending that way, and this man is too good of a head coach not to still be coaching in the NFL. I wish it were in New England, but I, I don't know if it will be.
1: And, and we'll see. And, and, and if he wants to continue coaching somewhere else, you have to believe there will be a lot of oh places. Oh, my God, yeah. For sure. <coughs> Excuse me. That will up oh, in, in the meantime. up for now. For sure. So yeah. the next sound <laughs> off we have comes from Kenny Pickett, who denies rumors that he refused to dress because he was going to be the backup
3: to Mason Rudolph last week. There was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two. Um, If I was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like I looked good enough to play, I was going to start and play. Um, If they believed that I was not, which they believed I was not, I was not going to dress and suit up for the game.
1: Okay, so let's put aside all of that. We don't know what happened there. We're never going to know. And and let's just take that at face value, at least for, for the purposes of this discussion. Whatever happens this weekend, why you oh, No, no, it's just some harsh words, man. I don't think the way that Mason Rudolph has been playing, I'm not sure that Kitty Pickett
5: is right about what he was saying, but I don't know, like you were saying, move on. Let's <laughs> no, talk no, about what was club. he saying? No,
1: go, go no, ahead. He
5: was like, if I was healthy, that's my job, and that's not what it's been feeling like. Right, it's right, and, like, that's, that's, and that's part of
4: yeah. what Greeny, I think, is trying to say. Well, so up my setup yeah.
1: to the question is win, lose, or draw. There's still a real chance they get into the playoffs, but right. forgetting that, they're not winning the championship this year. Whoa. Do they need – well, I mean, that's that's not exactly a spoiler alert. (laughs) Do they need another quarterback next year?
5: Yeah, I think they absolutely need another quarterback. It's not going to be Pickett or Mason Rudolph. I think this every year we have a a list of teams that we think are quarterback away, and we're probably wrong about most of those teams. But this team, with the age of a lot of players on the defense, they actually drafted pretty well, and they seem to be able to have a a good rushing attack, at least last weekend. Their running backs seem untackleable. This seems like a good opportunity with receivers that could work – Seem
2: like an attractive place for
5: some of these aging free agent quarterbacks.
1: Do they need a new quarterback next year,
2: Jeff? Yes, Whatever happened? They, they, they definitely do. And whether it's a uh, Kirk Cousins or a Russell Wilson, I think they need a veteran quarterback who comes in and gets this offense legitimately as a as a team that can push their defense good enough. By the way, their offensive line has played well, especially running the ball. Uh, Warren's been a great addition for them. You know, so yeah, I, I think that's where they got.
1: Aymard go. is raising her hand. I just
4: want to address the class. So in 2022 were the Steelers not in the same position of a win-now team yeah. where you felt like, oh, they are just a quarterback away. And I thought talking to people in the building, outside the building, about the Steelers and what they would do, it's like, ah, everyone told me, yeah, the Steelers aren't going to go out and get a veteran quarterback. Like a high-priced vet, they are not going to – that is not the Steelers way. They do not spend big money on that. And what did they do? They drafted Kenny Pickett 20th overall. And now look at us. We are talking about whether Kenny Pickett is the answer. So Mm. I agree with you. They are one really good quarterback away from potentially winning the Super Bowl. But, again, I don't know if they're going to do it.
1: All right, let me leave that there for the moment. We have more to say about those. But right now, we've worked up an appetite. It's time for Pancakes. Pancakes
2: is one of our favorite things. Let me show you how we're going to get this thing going. We back, baby. bam, bam, bam how we start this song. Let's go. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. You can't stop us. You can't stop us. i believe Foxworth. Just
1: spanked pancakes <laughs> on here. We are back. Can we do one more pick?
2: Oh! oh, I know. That was so good. Day two. It never gets old. Time for the pancakes. Let's do it. Oh, we got I <laughs> like it. Hey, we're starting in Philadelphia. I know there's been a lot of problems in life. Guess what one of your problems ain't. Best right tackle in football. Look at Lane John. Uh, oh I, my my I think, he grabbed, I think, I think he grabbed hair. Watch him Ooh. go there and him down. Put him down on the ground. Stand on top. That's what I'm talking about. Lane John, nasty. Ooh. Best oh. right tackle right now in the game. Look at him. Hey, Annie went over. He drug over a little bit. All Oh yeah, my he he little, <laughs> little Superman, Lane. That's all we need. That's one pancake because it was a pass <laughs> fight. Nasty oh, pass. Don't bro. you drag over me, We're going back to Oregon. We've had a lot of Oregon. Hey, I think this is a freshman. Look at him give. One. oh he gets again, two. He got two. That man don't weigh <laughs> but about 112 pounds. He gets one and gets two. Knocks the boys down. That is so pretty. That's the effort I'm looking for. And he didn't even celebrate it. I mean, I'm, I'm taking my helmet off. I might retire right here. <laughs> That's that two pancakes, my man. I like it. Yeah, we'll finish off Roderick Jones. Oh. We're about to see some nastiness. We're about to see some nasty. Pull him. Wrap it. Don't get in my way. Don't. Oh, there he goes. Like it's a nice heat-seeking missile. Once he hits the ground, go <laughs> find it. Lock in. It That's what I him. like. He hit look him. at him. You oh, get yeah. him on, the, on his back. Oh, yeah. Went for him again. <laughs> look, that dude did a re-roll and got up and ran. <laughs> look at this. That's how we like the look
0: DBs the to look That's right
2: the there. Look oh, the yeah. Light. That's three, Frederick Jones. Uh, yes, sir. Marquez,
1: Marquez, how about the pancakes this morning? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got him,
6: <laughs> Jeff. You you are you are dead wrong for that Brogdon Jones. I was hoping you would put that <laughs> on there, bro. Uh, that DB that DB the size of Foxy, man. That's <laughs> bad.
1: The bad will have Swagoo's do revenge. Like in hour number two this morning, still the cup. It is the week of final exams. Can the Cowboys bring home an A to Big D? That's on the way. It's get up on ESPN. Oh.